What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. We've had almost a week to make our draft. So today I'm taking a look at some of yours, rating them all defense, midfield attack from one to 10. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. FBR Harry here and today we are rating your drafts. One of the most highly asked for videos throughout preseason. I'm having a look at some of your drafts. Now thank you to 300 of you that sent in your drafts. Hopefully I picked five teams which are very different to hopefully give you something to think about for your draft as well when you are doing your planning. If you are new around here we always try and hit 1000 likes on all of these videos. Subscribe if you are new as well to get those reminders when I ask for those teams. If you want to get yours rated in a video but we're going to rate them all defense and goalkeeper midfielder attack and overall so let's dive straight in again thank you to everyone who sent this one in this is from manda322 over on twitter and it is a quite a common 352 draft but it is a little bit stronger on the bench than a lot of the teams we are putting together so in defense to be honest a 4.5 goalkeeper trent shaw Stupanan, a 4.5 defender this one has botman and a 4.0 defender this one has bell is a very common squad structure that we are going to see throughout preseason and to be honest i think it's the optimal squad structure unless you're playing a four at the back which i don't really think is worth it but you could do but if you're playing a back three for me this is how i'd be investing and i like a lot of the options botman is probably Probably not the one I'd start with. For me, he's the best 4.5 over the whole season, but the Newcastle opening fixtures are not great for me to start with him, which just means I'm going to have a player on my bench most weeks that has a tough fixture. So I would change him, but generally the squad structure is there. Ariolo is the backup as well. Moving into midfield, so basically what this draft has done is taken out one of the maybe 8, 8.5 million midfielders and upgraded the first sub, which is a your last, your third forward. So this one has Dominic Solanke and Isaac sort of rotating up front along with Embuemo and Matoma in midfield along with Bernardo Silva as well. Personally, the sort of template draft that we're seeing at the moment would be Dominic Solanke down to a 4.5 forward. That would up, leave you with about 2 million in the bank to upgrade Bernardo Silva, probably to the likes of Bakayo Saka. You you can almost go and get Marcus Rashford in there as well. I personally like that. It does just mean that you're starting three cheap midfielders in this draft every single week, which I don't love. It just means if any of the other midfielders that are higher priced do well, you're going to struggle to go and get up to them. I, I like the ones you've picked and Buemo's good. Matoma, my two favorites, but Bernardo Silva, I'm not a fan of. Then up front, Holland is a great pick, of course. Isaac is not the Newcastle forward we want to own. We saw at the end of last season that Callum Wilson is still the main man, so I would want to be going with him instead. And then the Bournemouth fixtures are not great to open the season, so I don't love Dominic Solanke. Even if you downgrade Dominic Solanke to a 6 million forward, potentially in Calvert-Lewin, and then did Isaac up to Wilson or to Gabriel Jesus, I think straight away that would probably boost the forward ranking up to an 8, 8.5. So just a little bit in there with the two forwards that we've got that I don't like, which gives it an 8.5 overall. The squad structure is there. Just a couple of little bit of extra investments on the bench, which I think weakens the starting 11. Looking at the second draft, the defense here has actually got a 10 out of 10. There's a basically the same amount of investment as the first draft. The goalkeeper is worth 5 million and instead of Luke Shaw, we've gone Pedro Porro. I quite like Pedro Porro as a differential and I prefer Ramsdale to the likes of Pickford. So generally it evens out. I probably would try and squeeze Luke Shaw in, but Ramsdale over going for a Pickford in goal, I do think is a nice transfer. So we have still given this pretty much top marks. It is the way that I would probably, the amount of investment I'd put into my defense and my goalkeeper as well. Moving into midfield. So again, there is only one sort of 8 million plus midfielder. Now you 
could argue Phil Foden, but there is a lot of mid-price and lower midfielders in there. So you've got the three cheap mids, Matoma and Mbuemo, with Nciso on the bench. Foden as well, because there's no money in the bank with this draft. If Foden doesn't perform, it's very difficult to go and get anyone that isn't cheaper than him. So although Foden might be a good pick on paper, if he doesn't start the season well, and it is Grealish and Mahrez again, like we saw at the end of last season, then we're going to have problems trying to restructure this draft. So it is, okay, I quite like some of the players in midfield. And Buemo's in my draft. Saka's in my draft. Matoma I like. And Ciso I also like. Foden I like. I like them all, but just squad structure doesn't quite do it. But it does mean with playing three up front that you do then have a bit of a stronger bench because you have a midfielder on your bench, which tends to be a better option than having a 4.5 forward on your bench. So generally, I've given the attack a better rating than the previous one. So this has got a 9 out of 10. Gabriel Jesus, I think, is a fantastic pick. I cannot shout about him enough. Watkins at 8 million is probably not the one for me, but he's probably not the one for me if you're playing two up front. So Haaland and Watkins for me is not worth it when Jesus is underpriced in my eyes. Watkins as a third forward is okay. You could come down someone like Nkunku who might feel like more of a punt. There are some others like Callum Wilson that you could go with. So the midfield does get docked down to a seven, but I do prefer this draft a little bit to the previous one, a little bit less investment on the bench. It does allow a little bit of rotation within CISO depending on how often he's going to get on the pitch. So overall, I'm giving this a 9 out of 10. Draft number three from Neo FPL. Again, thank you everyone to send them in. Make sure you're followed on Twitter and subscribe on YouTube if you want a chance to get your teams rated later on in pre-season. But this is a little bit of a different draft. This is a 4-5-1 and this is a squad structure that people are going to when you're trying to fit in Haaland, Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold. Now, when I first went to rate this draft, I looked at it and thought, well, you're starting Mings every week and the only person you've got on your bench is Bell. However, when you actually look at it, Wiesa is 6 million as a forward, and I think he's only not starting him in this draft just because of the fixture in the opening week. I personally prefer Calvert-Lewin at the moment to Visa. Depending on if they sign a new striker at Brentford, Visa could be a great pick, and Calvert-Lewin is made of glass, so maybe Visa will end up being the better pick. But when we look at the squad overall, defensively, I don't mind it. If you are going to play a four at the back every week, then I do dock you points of having to start Mings every week. However, if it's going to be a three at the back and actually Visa's going to play every week, then we might bump that score up a little bit, but I rate it on what's being sent to me. Midfield, I am in two minds about the midfield. There is no one between the eight and a half and basically 12 million price bracket. Now, on paper, that looks okay. But again, you've got to think about your squad structure when you're building a team like this. If, for example, one of Saka, Rashford, Bruno Fernandes, Odegaard starts the season really well, and this is your team, it's very difficult to get to them without a minimum of two transfers in your squad. However, you do have Salah in this team, and that, of course, does boost it. I've given it an 8 out of 10. Personally, what I would want to do here is... Probably get Calvert-Lewin in for Visa, start him every week. If you are trying to get the three premiums, including Trent, into there, you might want to downgrade Stones to a 4.5 and play a three at the back. That will allow you an extra million to upgrade the likes of Foden, the upgrade the likes of Martinelli to Saka, and then maybe even keep Martinelli and go for the double Arsenal midfield. Plus, if you're going to be trying to go for all of these, I guarantee that going Jesus over Martinelli is going to be better for your squad structure. 
So go Jesus as your third forward instead of Balogun, who I don't think is going to get a Premier League move despite a lot of the chat recently. Downgrade Martinelli to a 4.5 midfielder. It just strengthens your squad a little bit. So if this squad made a few of those changes, it would definitely improve. If it's not actually a four at the back, it would improve again. The one striker formations just mean your bench is either really invested with players who you're not going to start or it's too weak. So I've given this a 7.5 based on the starting 11 we have here, but a couple of quick changes. This could easily boost this rating. Draft number four, and we do see some of the ratings drop a little bit here, but what this draft has tried to do is fit in Harry Kane, Erling Haaland and Mo Salah. Defensively, I just think it leaves way too much money not being invested in defence. You've picked a lot of good 4.5s. Mings, Henry and Botman are some of my favourite 4.5s. Leno's also good. Ariola's good. I can't fault the players you've actually picked at the prices that you are able to get, but I just think there's not enough investment being made there. Stupinan's a good pick. Bell's a good pick, but I'd want to upgrade one of those at least to try and get Luke Shaw in, potentially over Tyrone Mings, for example, and allows you to rotate Henry and Botman into your starting eleven. So... I have given this a 5 out of 10 just because of the lack of investment that we have. And if one of the more expensive ones starts to do well, it's very difficult to get to them. Now, moving into midfield, Salah I like, but apart from that, there are a lot of questionable picks. Matoma's a good pick. I like him. Madison, I want to see what happens in preseason with him and how exactly he lines up. But there is a lot of potential for him to be great. McAllister is an interesting one. He was great at Brighton, but I'm unsure exactly how good he's going to be at Liverpool. Unlikely to be on penalties, although Salah's record is okay not actually that good in practice, but conversion's not bad. I think McAllister will lose them, which means without that, his open play threat is not that great, but he is quite cheap at 6 million, but I don't think he's worth it over trying to free up a little bit of money going for someone like a Madweke at Chelsea or going for potentially someone like an Embuemo at Brentford as well. Douglas Louise as well, there's not enough open play threat from me there. So it does feel like a little bit unbalanced with a 6.5. Now, the attack gets a 9.5 the only thing will improve it potentially is a little bit more strength on the with the third forward but it's basically as good as you can get I do like Gabriel Jesus as an option I do think he's underpriced and no Arsenal attack no Arsenal at all in this draft does scare me a little bit but the forward line's great but I just don't think the three premium option of going with Salah, Haal and Kane is a viable strategy going into the start of the season is basically what we conclude from this one and the final draft that we have is a little bit drift different. We've had a lot of one premium. We've had two premiums. A lot of the one premiums also have Trent, but this is a solely one premium. It is has Haaland and there's no other player that can be categorized as a premium, whether it's in defense, midfield or up front. So a little bit of different strategy going on here. When you look in goal, Fabianski, Arioli, you're basically banking that you're going to have the West Ham starting goalkeeper. I don't mind that. But I only want a West Ham starting goalkeeper if they're 4 million. So I would change Fabianski personally and just chance that Ariola might start. In defence, you've got a lot of defenders I like. Pedro Porro is great going forward. Shaw and Estupan, I've spoken about, are so underpriced. They should be in most drafts that you are putting together. Rico Henry, again, great. Bell, great. And then you've got Plange as your, your sub forward there. So defence is good. There's no Trent, which is the thing. And it does struggle a little bit of flexibility if someone like Trippier starts really well. Robertson starts really well someone like 
well, Trent, I suppose, is the other one, starts really well. You can't get to them very easily, which is why it's only a 7.5, but it is a nice defence if you don't want Trent in your team. Moving into midfield, these are where the numbers and the rankings start to rank up. We've given this a 9 out of 10. Basically, the difference between a lot of these drafts is you have a second Arsenal midfielder instead of a Matoma or an Inciso in the midfield, and that is where the money of Trent gets invested in. So you've got your double Manchester United, you've got your double Arsenal, and then you have your Embuemo. You could go Embuemo to Matoma and just change which of those you want to go and invest in that's great i like it it's a nine out of ten and then up front i've also given it a nine out of ten it's got harland it's got gabriel jesus i think kane changes the structure of your squad too much and then you have your sub 4.5 million forward on the bench i've given this an 8.5 you get a lot of balance by only having one premium i do think that you do risk there's a lot of potential threat to your rank by having none of salah kane or Trent in your team. I do think having one of those in here is good, but I do like what you can do here. This is the first time I'd actually seen a draft that looks something like this. And I, I really like what it can do. And it's made me think about what I'm going to do with my team. So given this an 8.5, just because I think there's a little bit of threat to rank loss if you don't have all of those premiums. But on paper, this team, this team looks great. So we've looked at five different teams. The first sort of two were just looking at different players a couple of different squad structures then we looked at some of those different things that we could get like a Salah and Haaland draft then we had that one up front draft and now this just sort of spread your money type of draft so hopefully lots of things even if your team wasn't rated lots that you can take away from this video if you have enjoyed this video if you are enjoying all of preseason, make sure you like the video subscribe and turn on notifications because I answer all of your questions made in the first hour of every single video so those of you with notifications on get your questions answered. And then all of the others, I'll do my best to answer them, but you are guaranteed in the first hour. So thank you all so much for watching. Enjoy your tinkering as well. Like and subscribe before you go. And I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.